2: We're attempting to make a connection uh, with uh, Mario Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo's uh, website. He's uh, going live with an announcement probably of what we've just been talking about, and that is at 8 o'clock tonight in New York, in Connecticut, and New Jersey. Uh, the casinos will be closed at 8. The bars will be closed at 8. The movie theaters will be closed at 8. The restaurants will be closed at 8, and the gyms will be closed at 8. Uh takeout is okay, and that's good uh, because a lot of people mainly eat out at restaurants. So many people eat out at restaurants. I, I do feel badly for, uh, for all of these people who are suddenly out of work. Think about it like this. Uh, now, the cooks would still, at a restaurant, the cooks would still be working, one would think. And it would, it would uh, be interesting. So there are some places... You're used to uh, takeout because that's what it mainly is, like pizzerias, things like that. But some some restaurants you only think of taking out what was left over from the main order, and so the uh, the waiters and waitresses uh, and uh, cleaning people, other people might be uh, out on the uh, street. Uh, It's uh, really sad, but if it needs to be done, I guess it needs to be done. But I really feel badly for them. As I said, my uh, physical therapy was canceled for this week. That's in a, certainly, the definition of a gym. I don't know if that's different or not. Uh, it's certainly, you do ex- same kind of exercises. You have therapists working with you. Uh, you have machines. Uh, you have things that you have to do exactly like you do them in a gym, but I don't know if that includes it or not because that has a, a therapeutic value. But, of course, um, uh, so does uh, other things that that might be in, in, uh, impaired now. But so far, it's casinos, bars, movie theaters, restaurants, and gyms closed at 8 o'clock in New York, Connecticut, New Jersey. Pretty, pretty dramatic. Let's go to—and uh, uh, we, uh, we will go instantly to uh, Andrew Cuomo once we have that connection. Let's go to uh, Dennis in Lockport. Dennis, you're on WBEN.
3: Well, first, I'd like to say congratulations in your up-and-coming nuptials.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you.
3: I listen to your show daily, and it was really sweet of you. Well, thank you. But anyways, uh, I'm 74 years old. If I want to leave the house, I'm going to leave the house and go out. I'm going to live life as it should be led, lived. Uh, and the thing that scares me the most is I heard Nancy Pelosi say a long time ago the only way they're going to get rid of guns in this country as if there's a crisis and they have to call out the militia and do uh, martial law. And if I'm looking at it right, we're closing down the the whole state of New York. What's next? Bring in the uh, National Guard?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, We would not want to see that. We wouldn't want to see the National Guard used for uh, law enforcement. Technically, the military can't be used for law enforcement. I don't know under an emergency situation, as we are now in the state of New York, uh, you often get great powers that are not available anywhere else. So I don't know the the statute. I don't know what they can do and what they can't do. But I certainly don't like the fact that we're getting mighty close to being uh, captives in our own homes.
3: That's, uh, that's that's
2: my point. Okay, good point. Well done, and thank you for the thank yous. I'll tell the lovely Bernadette that you send her best. Thank you. Thank you very much. And the, I love using the word nu- uh, nuptials, don't you, Tony? Uh, nuptials, the only other word I like using more is niblets. There's <laughs> something about those two words, niblets and nuptials, that uh, that I like. Eight zero three zero nine three zero one eight hundred six one six nine two three six star nine thirty. Let us go to Edwina in Newfane. Edwina, you're on WBN.
4: Good morning, Seth.
2: Hello there, Edwina.
4: Thank you. Well, congratulations on your engagement. But Thank
2: you. You're very sweet too. Thank you.
4: Right to the point. Okay. The only thing that could get me out of the house and that would be on Wednesday was when I have an appointment to file my taxes. Okay. I haven't heard our prestigious governor or arrogant governor mention anything about canceling uh, appointments to file your taxes. Yeah, we
2: only got about a month. It's almost exactly a month where they have to be done.
4: Yeah, I've had my appointment for, for weeks, and I made it at this time, figuring, you know, it had to be in April 1st. But that said, what is really alarming me is how our government, our, in fact, our governor, so to speak, of when You had just mentioned that he wanted to uh, ask Washington for additional aid. But he wants the additional aid that he's going to be receiving for Medicaid to try to balance his deficit that him and his minions have created. And they don't want to do anything to eliminate the waste, the fraud. And uh, and all the programs they have on it, why it costs us as much as California and Texas combined?
2: That's always been a, a question in New York State, always. And so uh, maybe that'll uh, see the light of day, and we'll learn more about it. Thank you, Edwina. Thank you very much. Good luck with your taxes. Now that's a, that's a good reason to want to get out of the house, fire your taxes. That's how how bored are you in the house when? In order to get out, you're looking forward to doing your taxes. Uh, doesn't that say something, Tony? Doesn't that say? Doesn't that reek of desperation? I would think it would.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be going stir-crazy at some point.
2: Esther Goulias ought to make house calls. That would be cool. Uh, Esther the tax lady.
1: I don't know if she would want to.
2: I'll <laughs> come to your house. Would you want it? to? No, and do your taxes. No, because you'd, you'd you'd be bumping into a lot of people. But the bottom line is, uh, this is a serious, no doubt, a serious issue. We can we can agree on that. But I also think it can be serious and overblown. Uh, I think that um, uh, you know the numbers, if you just look at the numbers as numbers and take away the humanity side of it, uh, it would be an overreaction. However, certainly not an overreaction if you're one that, that perishes from it. So we have to learn to to kind of balance that. Not easy. Not easy at all. Let's see, who's next? This I think this one right here would be the next one. Uh and it's uh Diane in Buffalo, Diane, you're on WBN.
5: Yes, I um, I had a couple things to say. Um, regarding, we went out shopping in Sheridan, Maple, Niagara Falls Boulevard area once. Okay,
2: hold on, hold on. Okay, we've got to uh, run to the governor. Here we go. I love
1: this new configuration. Less density. Uh, everybody knows everyone who's here. To my far right, James Malatris, president of the SUNY Empire State College. Uh, Dr. Howard Zucker, Health Commissioner, Melissa DeRosa, Secretary to the Governor, Robert Mejica, Budget Director, a lot going on, the situation is accelerating, the numbers are accelerating, energy is accelerating, Uh, and action is accelerating. First, uh, as I've said before, this is a national problem and we need federal leadership. You look at the countries who have handled this. I don't care if it's China, South Korea, if it's Italy. They were all handled by national leadership. This is a national problem. Uh, It cannot be done in a piecemeal method. You need federal parameters to stop the national patchwork of density reduction closings. I did a few national uh, interviews this morning and I was watching the national news. You see a whole hodgepodge of efforts being taken across the country. This state is doing this. This state is doing this. This city is doing this. Uh, It's Uh, the same problem. It's chaos. Uh, I think it actually feeds the feeling that uh, the country is out of control. And there is no clear direction and there is no clear path. California is doing this. New York is doing this. Illinois is doing this. Uh, It's the same problem across the country. The density may shift uh, temporarily, but it is the same problem. Let the federal government say these are the guidelines. Here are the guidelines on schools, here are the guidelines on businesses, here are the guidelines on travel. Rather than having a scramble of uh, every local government, state government, trying to figure it out on its own. It makes no sense. It is also counterproductive. Because then what it does, it allows what I call state shopping. In other words, you don't like the rules in New York, well, then you go to Pennsylvania. You don't like what California is doing, then you can come to New York. That's the last thing you want. That is the last thing you want. But when you allow this pattern of disparate policies, that's exactly what you're driving. Uh, And look, I manage the state of New York. All the local governments in the state of New York must have the same policy. Why? Otherwise we would be creating the same problem that the federal government is creating. You can't have Albany with one set of rules but Schenectady with a different set of rules and Rensselaer with another set of rules Uh, people will be confused. And again, if you don't like the rule, you get in your car, you drive 15 minutes, you're in a different jurisdiction subject to a different set of rules. So in New York, you cannot shop New York City versus Westchester versus Nassau versus Albany versus Schenectady. It's one set of rules for the entire state and it should be one set of rules for the entire nation. And that is the role of the federal government and national leadership. And it is lacking. The federal government should put one position in place and coordinate it with the states. If the federal government isn't going to do what it should do, then the states have to try their best, right? Uh, And the best way is for me not only to have a uniform policy within the state of New York, but to the extent you can cooperate with surrounding states so you all have a common set of practices, right? Uh, I don't want to close down bars in New York, but Connecticut leaves the bars open. Why? Because then many people will get in their car and they'll drive to Connecticut to go to a bar, which is the last thing we want. Now we have people who are drinking and driving. Uh, It makes no sense. Uh, I don't want to have one set of rules here and a different set of rules in New Jersey, because then I close down the bars, you'll get in the car, you'll drive to New Jersey, makes no sense. Well, then get the states to coordinate themselves. Yes, very hard to do. Uh, Luckily, we have set a template where our regional states work together. Many of you came to our regional meeting on marijuana laws. uh, And I have a good relationship that I've developed with the surrounding governors. So we have actually deployed Uh, that here and uh, I just did a call with uh, Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey and Governor Ned Lamont of Connecticut and we are adopting the same policies so there is no benefit to try to shop New York versus Connecticut versus New Jersey. Uh, There will be no more uh, gatherings of 50 plus people So if you were hoping to plan a graduation party, you can't do it in the state of New York, you can't go do it in the state of New Jersey, and you can't do it in the state of Connecticut. Uh, Casinos, we all have casinos. If I close my casinos but New Jersey keeps their casinos open, we're going to have the same problem. All casinos will be closed effective 8 p.m. tonight and they will stay closed until further notice. On all these closings, they are all till until further notice, and hopefully I can coordinate with the other governors so we can have the same opening period, just the way we had the same closing period. Gyms are closed effective 8 p.m. tonight. I know that's a specific hardship for the people in this room, because I can all see you are in masterful shape, buff even, Uh, there are other ways to exercise. Uh, Theaters closing at eight o'clock tonight, until further notice. Any bar or restaurant closes at eight o'clock tonight. Uh, However, there is a silver lining for these establishments because we're also very aware of the economic consequences uh, for these establishments. So the State Liquor Authority is going to change its rules. They'll have guidance up by 5 p.m. this evening that will allow bars, restaurants, distilleries to sell their products off-premises. So whatever you could get, whatever you could order in the bar, or restaurant, or distillery, or winery, you can purchase uh, through takeout. And uh, we hope that goes a long way towards alleviating any economic hardship. Stay home and order from your favorite restaurant, order from your favorite bar, order from your favorite winery, uh, order uh, from uh, whatever establishment that you were thinking of uh, patronizing. Just order it and stay at home. And again, the State Liquor Authority will change their rules to allow that. It's not currently allowed. We will only allow it during this period of closure, uh, but I think it will will help those uh, businesses. As you know, we've done a lot of work with the wineries and distilleries to grow that industry in New York, and I want to make sure we protect them. Uh, Now everybody is at home, and they're at home with their kids. My kids are a little older, but I remember the old days when you're in the house with a number of young kids. Uh, The house can get very small, very quickly. Uh, The kids can get very rambunctious, very quickly. Uh, We're going to waive all park fees in all state parks, local parks, county parks. So you want to get out of the house? Great, go to the park, the weather's changing, Uh, take a walk, enjoy, enjoy your family. Uh, and do it in an environment that is not a dense environment, which is exactly what the parks provide. Other actions, all local governments must reduce their workforce by 50% minimum. Uh, I'm directing all local governments to allow their non-essential personnel to stay home work from home with a 50% minimum. Local government can go higher than 50% but it must be a 50% minimum. Uh, Work from home, which is the same thing I'm asking private businesses. Uh, If we can ask private businesses to do that, government I think leads by example. So not just for New York State government, which will do this also, all local governments, non-essential people work from home, and a minimum of 50% of the workforce must stay at home. Uh, Second, I'm directing local governments to make sure that all their local police departments and uh, emergency management services are supplied with masks, surgical masks. You have police officers who are encountering people in all different circumstances, uh, EMS workers who uh, traditionally wear masks, uh, police officers who traditionally do not. But I was at the Neuroshell uh drive-through testing center the other day. And you know, if you're a police officer, you're walking up to a car, you're stopping a driver, you're, They roll down the window. By definition, you're within more than six feet. Uh, You don't know who you're talking to. People are positive who don't even know that they're positive. Uh, I want all the police officers who are showing, all first responders, are showing great coverage, getting up, great courage, getting up, and going out and doing their job every day. I want them to know that we understand the situation they're putting themselves in and we're providing the necessary precautions. Uh, So every local government must provide their local police department, EMS workers, uh, with masks. Uh, New York City, Nassau, Suffolk, Westchester and Rockland must have childcare, educational services and meal programs in place by midnight. We said that uh, those schools will be closing, but we need to take care of the negative, the downside of closing a school. This is not uh, this is not an easy decision. There are negatives when you close a school. Most notably, you don't have child care for essential personnel. Uh, you don't have child care for healthcare workers. Remember, remember, please, the greatest challenge and the greatest damage is going to be done by an overwhelmed health care system. Nurses, healthcare workers, 1199 members don't have alternatives to child care. Public education is also this state's child care system. It's this nation's child care system. Uh, and it's not that easy to say, well, let them get a babysitter. They can't afford it. It's hard to find. And uh, we would have created a true negative situation if we lost health care workers or first responders because we closed schools and they had to stay home with their children. This is solved easily enough. You're closing schools. Don't close all the schools leave a couple of schools open or parts of schools open to provide child care for the essential personnel. Uh, we also have to have uh, meal programs and meal services in place and educational services in place. On that condition, I ordered the schools closed, but it's on that condition. And I want those plans and I want them in place Uh, by midnight and they have to be approved.
2: There you have uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, uh, kind of outlining uh, what he has said. Uh, This is what we're looking at. Casinos closed at 8 p.m. tonight. Bars closed at 8 p.m. tonight. Movie theaters at 8 p.m. Restaurants at 8 p.m. Gyms at 8 p.m. Takeout is okay and that's for New York, Connecticut, New Jersey and he's still saying what we mentioned earlier. Uh, When he asked for federal Guidelines. That's. Uh, I mean, that's. A, that's a red flag for me. He doesn't do that very often, and so he's asking for. Uh, I think a, a, a unity among all fifty states, and I think that's a good idea. We'll take a break and return on News Radio nine thirty WBN.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
2: Because of all the breaking events uh, we, today, Rush Limbaugh, was, going, uh, was planning to be off all this week. He announced that at the beginning of last week uh, for some uh, schedule procedures. And because of uh, the various uh, things, uh, fast and, uh, and heavy, flying all around uh, western New York and New York as a state, uh, we're going to be live at uh, noon to 3. So uh, we'll keep informing you, everything you need to know. But, boy, it's happening fast. And here we are right in the middle of a conversation with Diane, and the uh, the governor interrupts Diane you're on WBN sorry for the interruption
5: hi well I, I, we need to i'll do what we're told and stay out of the you know crowded places because we want this to end you know as quickly as possible surely we don't need to keep contaminating other people my brother my younger brother he worked for years and years and years at Graph Gates until they closed up and now he's working at um Buffalo General and he's in his early 60s and he used to get so sick every year with the colds and the flu's and the, whatever was going around so you know and he'd bring it home and and he kept going to work and going to work. And, you know, he might not even survive if he gets corona because he's in his early 60s. Well, so. oh, sorry
2: to hear that. You know where else you get diseases? Children. Children uh, go into a classroom, and they bring it home. Next thing you know, mom and dad have it.
5: So I just want to remind people that, you know, he was so dedicated, my brother, you know. And um, there are people in the health care, you know, it, plus Cuomo's, saying, like, there might not be the ventilators if you need one, you know, so you don't want to get sick.
2: Or, yeah, there is a shortage right now.
5: You know, but um, I, we were out shopping on uh, last week, Wednesday, maybe it got worse over the weekend, but the stores were filled with everything you need, meat, I, I don't know what people are yeah, talking
2: Yeah, there's no shortage of, of anything uh, to eat at all, the only shortage that we're aware of. Is for ventilators and, and uh, beds uh, on the IFCOM. Now, there are things like, for instance, a hospital just closed. Uh, Tony, uh, let's see. Do you know the name of the hospital right across the street from Aunt Millie's down there? No, not offhand. Right, that, they're in uh, Chautauqua County. Uh, uh, they Or is it Cattaragas? I don't know. Irving. It's Irving, yeah. They just closed that hospital. They just closed it. They could easily, I think, uh, uh, do a a good clean and open it up, and you'd have a whole hospital right there if needed, if needed. Okay, thanks, uh, Diana, and thanks for your patience. We really appreciate it.
6: Yeah,
1: if I'm not mistaken, there are many buildings that are being explored right now to use as emergency-type care centers.
2: Convert back. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, some like him, some don't. Uh, uh, This one says, someone grab the hook and get him off the stage. He's grandstanding and this is another one. I'm going to edit this a little bit. Is Andrew Cuomo just a fear mongerer, a media blip, or is he just insane? No, I, I think uh, what he's saying is the same thing he was saying earlier this morning, is we need federal guidelines. Now, I, I, I'd like a holy picture of the last time Andrew Cuomo asked for federal uh, assistance, uh, federal guidelines. Uh, but I think he's right. We we can't have a patchwork quilt. But the uh, new regulations take effect tonight at eight, are for New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey. Surprise, Massachusetts. That Lakeshore
1: Hospital that has been closed. Yeah, get, yeah.
2: I think that's right, Lakeshore. Okay, they could reopen that. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBen. We are back with the Beach and Company. We'll be live from noon to uh, noon to three. Rush Limbaugh had announced last week that he has a, uh, a, a scheduled uh, medical situation that uh, he wanted to take care of this coming week, so he'd be off all week. And with all the things happening in New York State and all over the country, all, actually all over the world, uh, we will be live noon to three. Who will the host be? Number one man in town, Tim Winger. And uh, Tim will be taking your calls. I'm sure a lot of your calls will revolve around the fact that the casinos, the bars, the movie theaters, the restaurants, and the gyms all close tonight at 8 o'clock. Takeout is okay. That's all right. Uh, But uh, the rest of it, not all right. Uh, New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey are part of this cabal. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, let's see, we'll also keep our eye. What is the uh, Dow Jones 215? Remember, this started at about 30, so it kind of give you a perspective. Let's go to Joan in Buffalo. Joan, you're on WBEN.
6: Hi, Sandy.
2: Hello, Joan.
6: Congratulations again on your, uh, uh, your proposal to your fiancé, the woman with many skills.
2: That's true, a woman who has a particular set of skills. Yes, so thank you very much. Good times.
6: Okay, where I am coming from, uh, and I, I hope I can express myself clearly, number one, I have never been a fan of Andrew Cuomo. I mean, my feeling was I wish maybe he would run for president and then leave that job open to somebody like Mickey Kearns who I think the world of him, and he is non-political. He serves his people. Uh, I
2: I like Mickey too, and he stood up for us when we needed him.
6: Absolutely. So I guess the way I'm calling, I'm a senior citizen. I have COPD, and um, you know this has caused me a lot of anxiety. But I think the one thing, and I think Andrew Cuomo has done everything right in terms of closing down all of the things that he did today. But um, the thing that I am the most grateful for is this epidemic, and this is going to force people, I think, to get into their souls and heal themselves. But the fact that this is occurring in spring, so uh, we at least can get outside we can walk, uh, you know, and in in for me, if it had happened in the winter, it would be a lot scarier.
2: Yeah, it would be like we're in prison.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Joan, and thanks for your thoughts, and thanks for your good wishes. Appreciate it. That's uh, very nice. Let's go to Carol in Tonawanda. Carol, you're on WBEN.
4: Oh, sure. First, congratulations to you.
2: Thank you. I, that's very nice.
4: And a couple of curiosities. Um, I know Cuomo thinks he's wonderful, but he's a little late to the party, too. He's just doing all these things today.
2: Well, that's true. Uh, If you watched, and I only watched for a short time the debate last night, it was all about how uh, late uh, 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 our president was, how ineffective, and how great they were. But you're right. Uh, The president was on it before uh, before they'd even tell us about what, what was going on in China.
4: New York has the highest uh, incidences. So, anyway, and then I have a question. I'm wondering if they're doing any investigation into West Virginia. It seems it's the only state that has no cases.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's unusual. I don't know if they are or not, but. Uh, you live there? Maybe. Uh, I've never lived there, no. Have you? No, No.
4: I'm wondering what's so special.
2: <laughs> well, uh, let's see, it's uh, Wheeling by God, West Virginia. That's all I know about West Virginia. And
4: of the John Denver song.
2: Yep, okay, you're right. Okay, thanks, Carol. Thank you very much, John Denver. I like John Denver. Uh, this is, uh, oh, my friend Don in Pennsylvania. Don, you're on WBEN.
7: Good morning, Sandy, and good morning, Tony. How are you guys making out today with all the new stuff?
2: We're doing fine. Let's see. Is Pennsylvania on the list, New York, Connecticut, New Jersey? No, you're not on the list.
7: Well, I'm adding it because they did the same thing here.
2: Did they really?
7: Oh, yeah, they did it uh, yesterday.
2: Regarding uh, all of those things, restaurants, gyms, movie theaters, bars, and casinos?
7: Yes, they have done that.
2: Oh, okay. So we're not the first one at the party. All right. What was the reaction down there?
7: Uh, similar. I, I, I agree with it. I, I, I have no problem with it. But I do have a problem with, with what the governor did here. And I can just imagine if the governor in New York had done what the governor of Pennsylvania did. Uh, let's say the whole state of New York was shut down for all the reasons you just alluded to, with the exception of Buffalo. Everything he's closing in the whole state Is not closed anywhere in Buffalo. How would that go over?
2: Uh, uh, Yeah, it wouldn't go over well.
7: Because Philadelphia is exempt from the rest of the state as far as shutting all these things down.
2: How can you do that? That's not right at all.
7: No, it's not. Well, first of all, the governor here is a Democrat. And the plurality he gets from the city limits of Philadelphia is incredible. Now, maybe that has something to do with it, maybe.
2: Well, you know, I wish it hadn't been politicized at all, but it started with Chuck Schumer right away, politicized, politicized. And now, I don't know if you saw any of the debate last night. It was a joke uh, because they weren't debating each other. They were telling you how they, they do it better than the president. And that's all there was to it. Uh, you know, you look at this thing, first of all, if it's absolutely needed, it's needed. But look at the people that are instantly out of work.
7: Uh, yeah, my, my daughter's one of them, and uh, uh, my my son's girlfriend is another one. Uh, they they both lost, pretty much
2: uh, lost their job. I mean, bars, movie theater, restaurants especially, gyms, uh, casinos. Now, the casino, I said right away that... Um, that I was, I was questioning whether the casino would be under the jurisdiction because it's an Indian casino. And uh, Tom Puckett, our news person, said that they, uh, they are sovereign. And I have this uh, text. Now, you can take it. When, when we read a text, we take them at their word that they're telling the truth. Sandy, my wife works for the Niagara, uh, Seneca Niagara Casinos. The casinos and restaurants are closed with only facilities employees to report. So we'll take their word on that. So, basically, uh, I hope you people like uh, like sitting and reading or something like that because there's not going to be many places you can go.
7: Right. Now, I did see something else last night on the crawl on, on the Fox network that I don't totally understand.
2: Okay, what's that?
7: had to do with California. Uh, as you know, the things that... Uh, what, whatever happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas, but unfortunately that doesn't pertain to California because whatever, whatever happens there usually goes to the rest of the country, which is not good usually. Well,
2: California is there, and right in the next step would be New York. We, we do everything California does.
7: What, what the crawl said was that the governor is going to isolate any citizen 65 or older. In the state of California. Now, I'm not exactly sure what all that represents, but that's exactly what the crawl said.
2: What in hell are they uh, thinking? How could they enforce anything like that? <laughs> are you, you're telling me if some long, some uh, some guy that's 65 goes out to get a quart of milk and the cops see him and ask for ID, he what are they going to do? Put him in jail?
7: I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to follow up on it, and I haven't been able to get any more information. But that's exactly what it said. That's
2: outrageous. Yeah, it's outrageous.
7: Completely outrageous. And, and in fact, the other day you said something I didn't understand. You were talking about paying a dollar and eighty-two cents a gallon for gas. I yes, it was on the Indian reservation.
2: That's correct. Yes.
7: And so obviously, the rules—they uh, must not have state tax or something. Well, like Well,
2: that. that's it. They don't have state tax. They could actually sell the gas even cheaper than that if they wanted to. But I think they keep a reasonable margin so that the uh, the state doesn't really get t- uh, ticked off. It was last week at the uh, Seneca um, uh, uh, gas station, a dollar eighty-two.
1: Yeah, they keep it to like a twenty or thirty percent within uh, what other pumps are
2: selling. Yeah, they could actually sell it cheaper, but uh, I'm very happy to have that. And they pump it.
7: That's amazing. I mean, if they did. Had something like that here, the lines would be so long, you'd be out there for four hours getting
2: gas. Yeah, it's uh, when, when gas got higher, they kept the same basic margin, uh, but there were long, long lines. Now the gas is more reasonable than it was. And remember, one time it was nearly $5 a gallon. You should see on our uh, next-to-last trip when we were in California, we were looking at the gas prices, but it was confusing because they were in liters, uh, so, uh, unless you can convert in your head, uh, how much, uh, the gas costs, I know it was one thing, expensive in California.
7: Oh yeah, it always has been.
2: Yeah. All right, Don. And, uh, thanks for that piece uh, that you, you wrote uh, very, very well done. And I really appreciate it.
7: My pleasure. You guys have a good day.
2: Okay. Take care, by the way. All right. When we come back, we'll talk to my man, Dan Neverth. He's in charge of the, uh, he's secretary of the treasury. Uh, and he'll tell us uh, how the market has affected Can I yeah. go play
7: in the counting room?
2: <laughs> we all want to play in the counting room. We'll be back right after this. Before I get to Dan call, here's one uh, uh, from Rich Fontana, former uh, council member. Gas on the res in Silver Creek is $1.62 a gallon right now. So it's gone down 20 cents <laughs> since I was there last week. Uh, we took my, uh, uh, my sister to Aunt Millie's. And gas it up at a Now it's a dollar sixty-two. Meanwhile, here is Dan Nevereth and his chariot. Dan, you're on WBen.
0: I will work for toilet paper. <laughs> I bet you will. I'm investigating toilet paper gate. And
2: and you're you're kind of a, a guy that's a little tight with a buck. I bet you get the one plies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what I don't understand. I I just don't understand this whole toilet paper thing. It goes back, seriously. Now, this is a serious... Once in a while, I'm... Oh, by the way, by the way, congratulations on the engagement. I I was out. I didn't have a chance to call you. This is beautiful. You and Tony...
2: Yeah, you and Tony are getting married. It's about time we came out of the closet.
0: After 23 years. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the thing is, that closet was really crowded.
2: There were too many people in it, yeah. I can tell you that.
0: I'm you in the registry at Viddler's.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm under the penny candy section at Viddler's. Very nice. Toilet
1: paper, please.
2: No, uh, you're a good friend of the woman with a particular set of skills, and uh, and she said yes, and uh, that uh, pleased me. And onward and upward.
0: You know what? I'm going to be very serious. She is such a wonderful person. She's absolutely beautiful. And you certainly don't deserve
2: her. Oh, that's true. I, t- I totally agree with you. Uh, but, hey, I'll take it. If it fell in my lap, I'll take it. No question about it.
0: <laughs> well, you don't deserve that. Oh, well, let's go back to something serious. Okay. Get all, where did this toilet paper thing start? It goes back to 1973, Johnny Carson on The on the Tonight Show, which was the biggest show on television at the time. That's right. Huge, huge show. Okay at the time there was gasoline shortage there was electrical outages there were a lot of problems going on in the country and the government released something that just said there's a possibility they just said possibility kind of as an afterthought that there might be a shortage of toilet paper well right after that the same thing happened that happened here. You couldn't buy toilet paper; there was nothing available. People were buying it by the, you know, by the truckload.
2: That's right. I remember uh, specifically that happening, and you're right. You are a master of, of history, Dan. Uh, that is absolutely right. Uh, I, I do. Most people just have like one roll around the house. Is that it? I mean,
0: well, I, no. I saw a good thing the other day. It said if you need. One hundred and forty-four rolls of toilet paper. You should have been seeing a doctor <laughs>
2: ago. I saw that too. Uh, people can be clever. They can be pretty clever when they uh, when they want to be. All right, Dan. Good to talk to you. How's the counting house? Uh, the, the stock market is uh, not doing so well right now. No,
0: not doing so well. But but we're coming back strong, Sandy. But in the meantime, remember, because I I don't have much work and I don't have much income, so <laughs> I will <laughs> For toilet
2: paper. You will work for toilet paper. Very good, and that's the kind of job you'll do. Thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. I guess we got time for one more. Who's been holding the longest? Okay, let's go here to Gus in Amherst. Gus, you're on WBEN.
7: Yes, yes, Andy, I am. Uh, he's in favor of helping toilet paper situation. I'm assisting small businesses and not being addressed whatsoever. A lot of these small businesses are having difficulty with their incomes now and their businesses, and there's no talk about the banks assisting them, and they're not assisting them whatsoever. In other words, they're asking for, "But well, geez, could we have three months delay in making our payments?" And they're not getting any positive responses whatsoever. And then when you recall what we have in the last downturn in 2008, uh, the administration bailed out the big corporations
2: well we'll see where where it goes there's a bill that's uh, working its way through uh, congress now that calls for a couple of weeks uh leave for this and uh, some other beneficial things and we'll see how that settles out i'm sure there'll be other action because it doesn't sound like this is going to end anytime soon unfortunately uh, maybe then we'll have an answer for you thanks for calling appreciate the call uh yeah it's um let's see no, okay. No, <laughs> I can't read that one. Thank you. Okay, there we go. A lot of people, uh, Andrew Cuomo lights up our phones whenever he talks, but he was talking about the fact that uh, it's a different world now. And uh, another one says, uh, It's right. Let's see. Oh, come on. He's right, Sandy. That's my friend Don saying this California is mandating 65 and older. Anyone with a chronic disease stay quarantined in their homes until further notice. How are they going to enforce that? I mean, seriously. Doesn't that sound a little outrageous to you? It's insane. Just, uh, yeah, okay. Suppose uh, this is just because you are susceptible to it. I'd, I'd like to ask an open question, if you don't mind. What if there was a disease out there that, uh, that one group was more susceptible uh, say uh, African-Americans, can you imagine any public official standing up and saying you can't leave your house until further notice? Can no. you? No. No, neither can I.
1: Well, so what does they say in Italy? They're tell- saying with the elderly, uh, we're really not going to care for you at this point. Wow. That's socialized socialized medicine, like yeah. you said.
2: Yeah, if you, want, if you want to see whether you should vote for, uh, for Bernie or not, uh, I want you to think of what you're seeing now would be part of a uh, a society like that. That's what he thinks is really a swell idea. Well, I can tell you what I think is a swell idea. Ah, yes, Tim Wenger will be doing this show from noon to three. And I've wiped down. Did you see me wiping yes, down? Yes, I did.
1: I noticed that.
2: During the last call, I wiped down the board. Uh, so everything here is uh, really nice and clean for Tim. And I hope you'll participate uh, in conversations with him. Rush Limbaugh will be back in a week. He said uh, he had scheduled a week off for medical treatment this week. Thanks to all of you. We'll be in touch. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 on News Radio 930 WBN.
7: Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell
0: today in celebration of a victory, large or small.
2: Elvis has left the
0: building.